Hi, Tanya. Um, this Hi, is Be Unfiltered, the very first podcast. It's a bit of a test, actually, but um, I'm here with Tanya Lowe and my colleague and um, financial partner in the Alinker. And um, we're going to explore what the title Be Unfiltered for this podcast is going to mean. So welcome, Tanya. Thanks, Lee. I'm really excited to be here with you to explore what this means. What what is I mean, what what does be unfiltered mean? Where 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 did that come from? Be unfiltered. Well, be is the name that I have since a few years now. Um, and unfiltered relates to that. I think we filter so much in what we say in what we don't even know we're filtering, but we're filtering by the way that we're conditioned. And so to become aware of what we're filtering, how we're filtering, how we're conditioned, um, and and explore conversations in which we are not so filtered. What would that look like? Just like in this time where it's so crucial to understand who we are in this time, without filters what does that mean and what what do we what comes up when we let go of the filters when we're aware of the filters then shed the filters what wants to so maybe maybe you can back it up just a bit but let's give it some context what can you share what what i mean what what makes you really want to explore being unfiltered? There, I mean, we live in a time where being filtered is like a form of protection. And maybe you can talk a little bit about why you want to explore being unfiltered. Yes. Um, well, you, you, you say it's time to, to be safe. Did you say safe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. I think. I think the 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 crux of why we are in the pickle of having a planet that is not forever livable anymore um, is because we're striving for comfort and safety. Life is not comfortable, and life is not safe. And yes, temporary comfort to have a nice bed that you can sleep in, of course, nice but striving to be in a state of comfort or always striving to de-risk everything and to just be safe is not what life is. And I think we add a lot of things in the, in the narrative of wanting to have comfort and wanting to be safe that we actually forget to live. And in forgetting to live, we're in the narrative of what we're striving for. You know, we're working strategies, <laughs> like all that stuff that is only driving the narrative that makes us sick, that makes the planet sick, so sick that we, at a certain time, won't be able to live here anymore. And I don't think that's the right striving. <laughs> so the, the, the whole narrative of the system that we live in that apparently has a certain acceptance or a certain agreed uh, consensus reality that we're all in 
that ultimately drives this world to be unlivable. I don't want to live in that world. So I want to explore with a vast diversity of guests, and not because who that guest is and what that guest does, but just people from very different backgrounds exploring who we are in this time and how we can unfilter um, the narrative that kills us. Maybe? Do you... So maybe we can talk about um, the word unfiltered. What does that mean to you? Like, so you've been able to share what filtered means and filtered, uh, what I heard and what I feel deeply is that we filter everything um, around us but just as a, as a means to exist in this consensus reality. Um, and this opportunity we have to, or this kind of fun we might have being unfiltered could could mean could mean what maybe you could share a little bit about um i don't know where where you think unfiltered can take us unfiltered can take us to to a deeper awareness of who we are at this time and Un, unfiltering the language that we're using. Language has so much power. And um, we use words as weapons. We use words to have power over. To We use words to manipulate people. But words are not language. We give language a lot of power that we don't even know we give it. For example, we say healthcare system. And so everybody thinks there's a healthcare system. But if you unfilter that, it's like, what does it actually do? It's reactive to sickness. It only kicks in once we're sick. Maybe we should rename it into a sick care system, whereby then you can say like, oh, we don't have a healthcare system. What does that look like? So by unfiltering the conditioning, the power of language, the power of words that we're using, becomes gives space to the awareness like oh that's actually what we're doing and with the awareness then you can say like oh well that sick care system needs to be there people do get sick you can question a lot of things about what happens there but uh, but it brings the awareness like oh we don't have a healthcare system then you can explore new things who do i want to be do i want to continue to um, engage with a system that doesn't is is not motivated by the same things as I think a healthcare system should be motivated by. Why do I engage with it? Maybe we should just all turn around and it gives space. I think trying to unfilter creates space to is like oh that's where we are. Oh, it is such a we are so conditioned to be staring at problems and then being in the drama of trying to fix them, that we can't see the forest through the trees anymore. And I think unfiltering is really giving space to like, oh, I can breathe again. Now I can see what's happening. And now I can place myself in, I don't want to place myself there. Why would I do that? I want to be somewhere where people have the same ideas, have the same 
vision want to be in community around kindness and about generosity because those things are free <laughs> and they're very healing and they're very good so unfiltering i think just gives space for awareness gives space for us to breathe again and to heal together so i want to unfilter everything that we're doing well you've mentioned a couple of things that i want to come back to uh one I don't know. I don't know if if what you just said is actually free. So we can come back to that uh, time and kindness and generosity. I think maybe, maybe the word free might need to be unpacked. Uh, but I would also I would also like what I heard was was that I mean sometimes when we say we're unfiltered, we I I can sometimes associate the word unfiltered to being unhinged or um, just shooting off your mouth and just saying what's on your mind. But what happens today when we do that is a soundbite of uh, uncontextualized statements or words or feelings that, that show up. And we don't necessarily give enough time to give it context, to give it more shape. Uh, to talk about it and and really uncover more about where those words come from and and what 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 they actually mean in in one's own language or one's own environment. Um, so maybe to, like I would love to know what you're excited about talking about, like what topics you really want to explore more, and and. I, just for just just for other people to hear like you know i think it's going to be very provocative if you tell if you if you have little sound bites of unhinged unfiltered talk, like where, where are we going with this um and i i'd love to i just i would love for people to to have reaction to what it sound what what those words are um mm-hmm. bef- before coming to a conversation about it and then exploring why they felt that way. Well, you say unfiltered, unhinged. That uh, <laughs> um, Unhinged, I think, comes with a certain unawareness because you're reactive. You're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, and like, I'm just going to say all these things. I'm going to, but it, it's, it's unhinged to me, is still reactive to something that you need to unhinge from. It's where unfiltered is really a sort of exploration into, like, what do we filter? And then maybe the end result is that we're unhinged, but we're aware of what we are unhinged from because we explore the filters that we are conditioned with. Um, And I think the... Um, I'd love to be unhinged, but not mind f- mindlessness, because you see a lot of unhingedness in the reactive environments around us. People get mad as hell, and of course people are mad. Of course people are mad, because we've created a society where people are not acknowledged anymore. And if you're not acknowledged, you don't exist. Of course that makes you mad, because you're not recognized as a human being in whatever you are, and whoever you are. So yes, people are mad, but unhinged doesn't do anything. It's just reactive, and it's just 
out energy. And if you don't understand the context in which you can unhinge, it's useless. It's just wasted energy. It's just adding aggression, adding um, madness. And it can be very destructive. And I'd like to be unhinged in a very... Create the space to be unhinged without it being destructive. Because I understand myself. I understand I, I made a choice to be somebody, a kind person. And I always say, like, kindness is a very, very difficult practice in this time. Because kindness is not nice. It's, it's not. Very often, kindness, deep kindness, is not desired because people get confronted. So how can you confront people in the kindest way? And that is confronting our own conditioning and how we uphold with our conditioning the systems that kill us. So how can we unfilter that, unpack everything that we are unknowingly, but how can we make that aware so that we can choose knowingly who we want to be in this time? I think it's really cool to acknowledge that we don't make enough space to to explore what we really deeply mean about um about, about our our innate reactions that come from our conditioned um lifetimes all the things that we've learned amongst time it's like a muscle memory right we 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 go through rhythms and and um and thought processes that we've learned to rely on and we built that muscle up but we've never broken it down we've never identified whether or not that's the right do we want that <laughs> is that really does that make sense for where we're going or does that make sense for the new environment that we're in or that has been created or that we now are aware of um, I think making a room for this, like it feels like if I'm thinking about physically, you're making unfiltered as this as a room where we can we can unbox it, talk about it, and beat it up a little bit, maybe um, in in a space uh, that that we need, you know, because if we don't, we we're we're filtering it inside of ourselves on our own without any conversation outside uh, outside ideas um, we are in a silo and that can be both a lonely lonely place and it could also create stories and drama in our own heads um, there's a lot so of I'm stories really, that we tell ourselves <laughs> that keep really us in a, in, a, in, a, in a state that we are unpacking the stories that we tell ourselves like every time you look in the mirror i'm conditioned to think like i'm not so important because i'm a woman for example many women have been conditioned to think like take a step back like all these things that we're conditioned with the moment you look in the mirror you tell yourself a certain story like all those wrinkles all that, you know all this stuff that we constantly tell ourselves have an effect and that was just a cosmetic step that I'm talking about, but I'm talking about way more things. Um, how can we become aware of the stories that we're telling ourselves, sometimes by saying them out loud or having you tell them 
back to me. Holy shit, I don't tell that to my best friends. Why do I tell those stories to myself? Things that we believe. We have whole deep-rooted belief systems because we are told certain stories and we repeat those stories. And then when those stories create trauma, you pass on the trauma throughout generations. And what does it mean to be a cycle breaker, to undo those stories, to have those stories not live your life anymore, but you actually create new stories? Whew. I mean, that's, um, that's the work. It's not changing the world out there. The world is not out there. We uphold the systems by every purchase that we're doing. So it is important in this time that we unfilter <laughs> everything that we do from where we then have the space like, huh, out of the drama into like just being present and choosing who I want to be because the systems are upheld by everything that we do in our consumer society. So how do I change I, my behavior so I don't uphold those systems anymore? You can. Can I ask you a question? I mean, do, doing this, be, um, making this space, do, does it, doesn't it make you feel vulnerable or exposed? Like, you're gonna, being unfiltered means sharing things deeper um, at, at, in, a, in a public forum. I'm, I'm curious to, to hear what comes to mind when when I don't know what comes to my mind is 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 that fear I know where that fear comes from but that fear of being exposed and 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 being vulnerable in an open space yeah again that whole fear thing that doesn't work with me and I do think that in vulnerability we as humans since we have separated ourselves from nature we think we're invincible because now we're not part of the life and death cycle anymore because we're separated from nature. We're not part of that thing anymore. And we have become very fearful of being mortal. That also means that we're a little bit afraid of getting disabilities because that's the first dent in our identity of invincible creatures. Nothing will happen to me. That also means that we discard everything that makes us uncomfortable, homeless people, um, addictions, all that kind of stuff scares us because it's too close to home like being homeless is not those homeless people that it's very close like something happens a few events that just are not working and you see yourself homeless by appearing or by putting ourselves in 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 a mindset like that won't happen to us that's those homeless people and that won't happen to me is that's that risk mitigation, like not wanting to feel it, how vulnerable we actually are. But we forget to live. If we don't live in a vulnerability, if we don't live with the risk, if we don't walk on the edges of where the juicy stuff happens, we're actually not alive. And then we need to drink a lot of alcohol <laughs> because I don't want to feel that I don't feel alive. And I use all those things to then dampen my feelings. But I think that the the essence is that we, in vulnerability, and I see that a lot with, you know, the whole population in the Olinka community, is all people that have been confronted with life somewhere. 
by being diagnosed, by having an accident and um, being paralyzed, by having a stroke and losing half of the body function. Those people have been confronted with life. They also have been confronted with being part of that segment in society now that's discarded. Those people learn a little bit more about life. They know a little bit more about life. They know how to place themselves a little bit more within this society. It's like, holy crap, that sucks. Once you're at that receiving end of what we created in society, then you start seeing what this society actually is doing to people. So the people that know a little bit more about life are the ones that we discard because they're uncomfortable. <laughs> so... I love being in a space where I put that vulnerability out there. I'm just a conduit because it's not about me. It's about what we can do together to create a bit of a kinder space where people are acknowledged for who they are, who they choose to be. And that's, I think, oh, yeah. the essence of this, 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 this whole podcast. Like, how can we create a place where people are acknowledged, where people can be seen and can thrive together. See, that's all this all, all free stuff. <laughs> that doesn't cost anything, are we, right? Are we are we saying um you're inviting people to become uncomfortable be uncomfortable with you? Like let's set aside some time and be uncomfortable together. Uncomfortable let's see what comes out of it. Out of it, that yes, uncomfortable and explore what the vulnerability is and what is possible in the vulnerability. Because I think in the vulnerability of being alive, that's where the juice of life happens. That's where you actually meet people, really. <clears throat> so yes, that's what I'm inviting in in this space. I mean, for for some reason, we have this connected word of uncomfortable and not fun but but i think that's an uh, wrong correlation that 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 uncomfortable can be super fun and super exciting yes. um and a, a really great place to explore so maybe being uncomfortable being unfiltered like we're, we're putting the fun back in the un the, the uh the yes. that that part of what these words mean they they can mean excitement they can mean um and it's not opening just what they doors. Mean. it's not just what they mean tanya it's also the connotation comfort sounds sounds nice comfort kills us <laughs> so let's take the the let's undo the comfort and act uh, and and enter life so are That's you excited where... for people to get, I, I think, are you excited for people to get uncomfortable and, and, and be, be, be here uh, and present to that? Yes. And then explore it. When we're all uncomfortable, we can see how actually that is more comfortable, but with a different connotation than the comfort that kills us, right? So it's constantly unpacking the language like, and, 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 and building a new narrative, building a new practice of who we can be if we're meeting while we're being acknowledged, while we're being uncomfortable. If we're uncomfortable but acknowledged, isn't that preferred over comfortable and unacknowledged? You know? I, I... So 
I think we're going to be seeing a lot of pairings of words that we are we have forgotten can be paired together. I think we're going to enjoy that scratchy feeling of Will Socks of of what what that brings to the table and what we get out of it. I think I I'm I'm really excited to hear where this goes and who 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 comes to the table to be unfiltered with you. Be Thank you, Tanya, for helping me frame this and, and, and putting this up as a first podcast, framing the, the title Unfiltered. And if you want to be my guest, to all of you out there listening, please contact me and be in unfiltered conversations with me. And thank you, Tanya, for this first podcast. Thanks, B. Thank you. And now you have to.